Welcome to The Squirt, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kelly Hudson, your co-host. And Bridie Elliott, your (laughs) other (laughs) co-host. As you can hear, we aren't making eye contact right now. (laughs) We are talking to each other over the internet because this is our first episode recorded while in quarantine. Um, it is the days of COVID-19. If you're listening to this, uh, you know, eons in the future, uh, this is when we had like a, a scary virus that infected the entire world. Um, not sexy <laughs> alert. A scary um, virus before everything became better and we all lived happily ever after. Exactly. Right? We all know that's what happens in the future. Um, but I'd like to introduce our guest for today, and it's Arthur Meyer, comedy writer, uh, uh, performer, uh, silly sweet boy. One of the one of the squirtiest men in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the title of the show has already become an, an adjective by which to uh, to act as a barometer for people. I'm one of the I'm I'm, I'm one of the squirtiest guests on the show. It is, yeah, for sure. Weird. You're the squirtiest yeah. person, one of the squirtiest people I could think of, really. You know, actually, it's really interesting that you mentioned the uh, quarantine because um, I'm, I'm, one thing I really haven't talked that much with people about is, like, whether their sex life is sort of, you know, improving or getting worse or staying the same during this time. But I also don't know when this episode is coming yeah. out. I think we've like turned a corner. I think the first couple weeks we were still horny and mm-hmm. um, sort of like hornier than ever because we were like, we're, we're like, we, we know we can't have sex. And um, now I think we're like in this weird, like asexual blob stage where sex seems depressing. Right. I, I, I feel like I'm sort of going, I personally am going in waves and it's depending more on my cycle. Um, I feel like. Like your period? Recently, yeah, like my period cycle. It's, it's sort of all relying wow. on where my hormones are. And very recently, I feel like I got a big old boost. So regardless, <laughs> did you get that being, from your period? Do you get hornier during your period? No, after, after, baby, it all comes rushing oh. back. My will to live comes back. My will to procreate comes back. And I had like a sexy dream about this. Is like usually on this show we talk more about like unconventionally sexy things. This is just a flat out like the most boring thing in the world is that I've been having sex dreams about Brad Pitt. <laughs> very, it's very stupid. The most run-of-the-mill actor to have sex dreams about? Yes, in history. That I, would be I, like I, I had sex dreams about, like, Cindy Crawford or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Christy Brinkley. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's very stupid. And, and I don't even remember, I don't even think it was a sex dream. I think it was just, like, I found out like he told me he found me attractive or something. And I was like, (laughs) and it's the afterglow has just lasted for days. Um, And I just like, I'm in, I'm a bisexual woman and I'm definitely floating into my uh, wanting men uh, 
part of the spectrum lately. Um, Interesting. Does that does that does that sort of vacillate like similar to your your quarantine horniness cycle? Yeah, it definitely doesn't follow the same cycle, but I definitely it vacillates. And luckily, I'm quarantined with my husband, and so I'm able to indulge. That's really interesting that you say you, that Brad. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brad. Oh well, I had two questions. One was, do you call your husband Brad when you have sex? And no. easy, easy, no. no there. <laughs> Can you call him Brad and the next time you have sex? <laughs> do you think that your dreams about having sex with Brad Pitt is more about like some sort of weird Americana nostalgia because suddenly America feels like it might be ending and there's like we're like gripping on to these movie stars for comfort. I think, I oh, that's think an that, interesting idea, like a desperate return to normalcy sort of. Yes. Yeah. I think that could definitely be one interpretation. My therapist offered up the interpretation that Brad Pitt represents fertility. Oh. <laughs> and, and I'm feeling like fertile again. Like I'm feeling like, um, rich nasty wormy dirt like sort of creatively and and like you know i could maybe see myself making another baby right now but, but that's definitely not in my plans so i oh, don't know man. if you make another, if you have another baby i would i would love for brad pitt to have been to have like been partially the inspiration for that wouldn't it be great yeah <laughs> you would have to name him brad pitt I would, or her. <laughs> Him or her, her would definitely be Brad Pitt. I feel I like a girl it, named Brad Pitt would be very hot, right? I would love a girl named Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, I, sounds beautiful. She sounds like <laughs> like uh, like dark eyebrows and blonde hair. Yes, yeah, yeah. Legends of the Fall. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what were you going to say, Arthur? Well, I was going to say that I have um, some of the worst sex dreams known known to humankind. Um, <laughs> Please tell that, us. That's perfect. Well, the worst thing about my sex dreams is that I never end up actually having sex in them because I always uh, feel a sort of wave of guilt come over me because usually, you know, I'm cheating in the dream. Like I, right. my dream version of myself is aware that, you know, I have a wife and that I haven't told her about this. But it's my dream. I should be able to do whatever I want in my dream. That shit know? happens to me, too, all the time. It's so you have guilt in your dreams? Yeah, that's the lamest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it sucks. What a stupid thing to happen. So do you stop yourself like from doing it, or does the dream just stop because you're so Actually, ashamed or something? It's, it'll be uh, sort of half the time I'm kind of stopping it. Half the time the other person is kind of like, uh, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. We probably shouldn't. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, it just never happens. That's the same with me. It, it rarely gets, like, I usually, I've definitely gotten far enough with people where I've done something wrong. Um or like, yeah, it's like sometimes after the act, it'll be like, oh, fuck, I have to figure out how to tell Dan about this. <laughs> <laughs> this I, so bad. 
I've never really had a conscience about it. I've only like, but, but I do feel shame in hindsight looking back because a lot of my sex dreams are more, they're just regular dreams. Like everything isn't nothing sexual about them. And then suddenly I realize that I'm dreaming and I'm like, Oh, I should just like try to fuck somebody. So then (laughs) I like try to have sex with people and I do. <laughs> I'm, so cool. uh, I can I can do That's it. Incredible. I remember that like there was one dream where I was yeah. a cop. I was a cop and I was like, you know, um in the I was just like in the cop office and suddenly I was like I'm going to make out with this person and and it was great. <laughs> in the cop office. You just became a cop <laughs> so you didn't have to Go to, like go through the whole program or anything. <laughs> no, I was just, just simply a cop in my dream. <laughs> I was simply a cop, cop, and then it was like I was—I I realized that I was dreaming because there was no way that I would ever be a cop. And I was like, I'm just going to make out with people, and you know, like I, this particular one. Have you ever had dreams where you can really like taste everything and like smell things? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I think <laughs> because so. of the delay, it's really <laughs> existential. Um, you were really but Yeah, things. this one dream. Yeah. <laughs> I could really uh, taste these people's mouths. All genders. Whoa. Some were cops, some were in the cop office in trouble. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I think that has to do with some sort of like yielding power. Who knows? You know, that's the thing about dreams. We'll never know. But that's like such a cool dream. Like for me, I would have to, like my version of that dream would be that I would first have to enroll to become a cop. Like I would have to be like, (laughs) my dream would be me like going online, like printing, like downloading the paperwork to a PDF, like going to UPS to like print it out on a thumb drive, like filling out the paperwork. Mine would definitely Mine would definitely involve like, dr- like dreading the test, like the physical test that I would have to do. Yeah, yeah, like, like, well, you're like sort of like obstacle course or something, yeah, like and I feel like, oh, no. I feel like it's yeah. always like tiptoeing through the, the tires. Tiptoeing. <laughs> what, what do you call it? <laughs> I don't what know. Do Jumping like you know, you know like, what I'm yeah, they go ding 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 ding, but it's yeah. like it's not tiptoeing. <laughs> What is it called? Fast stepping? stepping? It's fast stepping. It's fast stepping. Yeah. Now, here's the question I have. When you guys have a sexy dream about a particular person, this happens to me all the time. I am then, like, very attracted to that person the next day for, like, a 24-hour period. Like, basically all day. Yes, for sure. And, like, and it definitely, and it sometimes lasts longer. Totally. I had a, I had a really, this wasn't, um, yeah, this wasn't a sexy dream per se, but when COVID first started ish, I guess the quarantine, not COVID, but when the quarantine first started, I was having really intense, like nightmares, just like anxious nightmares. Yeah. And, uh, and then suddenly, and I'm really into that, like guru Ram Dass, you know, that, passed away. Um, and I love him. Like I love, I've been listening to 
talks of his every night to just like fall asleep and feel chill. But uh, Mm -hmm. this particular dream, I was in a grocery store, like hoarding, kind of hoarding supplies. And there was like an eight foot box of cereal. And Ramdas was there helping me like get groceries. And it was a very, (laughs) it was very much like a dream, like, oh, everything is going to be okay. There's enough food. Like we're okay. It was very comforting. And that felt like a sex dream because the next day I was literally like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Like Ram Dass came to me in this dream last night and there was eight foot tall cereal boxes, like enough cereal for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's going to be okay. So anyway, that but was so almost like a sex compare, dream. Right. Like you, like it lasted, like the, the good. I had this like lasted. afterglow effect. Yeah. Of just right. like, oh man. Yeah. It's all, it's okay. And wow. um, yeah, I don't know. Like. It's, I haven't felt very sexual in the choir at all, but it comes in waves. Like I feel very much like I need to relieve myself <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, every day a couple times. <laughs> well, I think when we say relieve on the squirt, yeah. we all know. Yeah. You guys know what we're talking about. And when we say the squirt, we're not talking about piss, okay? <laughs> I love the idea that there's this coded language on a podcast that is like a- adamantly open about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go relieve myself. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to use the word. Oh boy, Brady, I have a question. We're do you still remember, bashful. Yeah, Brady, do you remember which cereal Ram Dass was, you know, showing off to you? Like that, which showing ate off to you. <laughs> I think it was Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. Well, I was going to guess rice, good friends. Yeah, I was going to guess good friends cereal because to me he looks like. He would be on one the, of those good friends people. Yeah, like, he looks. Doesn't Ram Dass look like a good friends? Yes, like, I, serial I, model. I totally forgot about good friends. Totally. I was all about it in college. I was so a good. I was a good friends head. <laughs> You're a friend of the good friends. That's so funny. Good friends. I guess it was because there was like couples on it that made good friends feel sexual. That's I'm so funny. Now I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. I remember if it's good, sexual? Good friends feeling very not sexual, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that. <laughs> there were like, like couples, happy couples on the Progressively platonic. Yeah, that's. I guess you're right. Good friends. It we're is good kind of friends. intimate. We are good everyone's, friends. Yeah, we're all looking at everyone's up. faces are friends. touching. Yeah, yeah. I think and here it, it varies like, from couple I'm, to couple. Yeah, one box appears Everyone to have... Everyone kind of looks a little box. horny, I do have to say. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, everyone's mouths are so close together. That's true. Their cheeks are forced to touch, and when your cheek <laughs> is forced to touch, you know what that means. You know the rest. <laughs> you know the rest. <laughs> we, should, we, we should make a, a comedy sketch about two like good friends models at the photo shoot, but they keep uh, kissing each other, and the director has to tell them to stop kissing. Each I other. love that. I love that so much. <laughs> That's a really good. I love that. I loved anyone. Um, uh, I just 
yeah, whenever I see something where there's definitely not sex going to happen, uh, I definitely start thinking about it. Like, um, there, there was this, oh God, I was watching Mr. Rogers with my son the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and it was when he was like younger and like potentially, you know, like kind of a sex object. Um, <laughs> you're talking, about, you're talking about Fred, right? Fred, yes. Yeah. And Fred w- remembered suddenly that he had a meeting to go to right as the mailman came. And it wasn't Mr. McFeely, it was a different mailman, and he was hotter and younger. And, um, and it was just like, I don't know what it was like. I suddenly just felt like God that like those two guys need to make out. You know <laughs> like, what? I, I doubt you were alone in that. Like that's they they probably replaced that person with Mr. McFeely. Like that's you know they were probably like, so. there's like way too much sexual tension going on here for a kid's TV show. Yeah, they were like everyone's too beautiful. Like you can't have this on here. Not appropriate. <laughs> It's not appropriate. But yeah, I feel like I'll be watching something where I'm like, like even just like an infomercial. And I sometimes imagine those people uh, making out. And it's very funny to me. I mean, sexual attention is just, that's so funny. Fred Rod. <laughs> the idea that they would just suddenly start hooking up with each other. <laughs> start hooking up. Do you think though, do you think that we're all like, because I don't know, like it's interesting the blanket of this virus over everything. Not to keep mm-hmm. bringing up the virus. <laughs> no, no, please. But, <laughs> like, do you think that this is going to change how we sexualize each other or objectify each other? And like, how? Because I'm finding myself just like no longer attracted to people in a way. Like, because I'm like, what if I got like the disease and my, you know, um, partner was saying like, I, there's something in our brains too. That's like, this is not a good time to procreate. And like sexuality is sort of like turned off a little bit, like in the back of our monkey brains, there's something unsafe about it all. And so, and, and sort of disgusting about (laughs) our bodies and organs and just functioning and, you know, how we need to be healthy right now as can be. Um, yeah yeah well yeah I I I feel like go ahead maybe I I could see it (laughs) I could see it changing (laughs) things but I've been listening to a lot of savage love and people are kind of just fucking as usual from what I'm hearing um people who are in long distance relationships are are uh doing the old phone sex the video mm-hmm. chat sex the lots of masturbating when they're alone but i mean i think there is definitely some effect on all that what what is your yeah. what's your opinion arthur because i have a, i have a warped view of all this because i just spent the last year caring for a baby so my sexuality is like re-emerging anyway it feels like so i don't mm. really have a good handle I think it's I think it's so hard to say. It's probably really different from person to person. Like I have I've had, I've kind of had two different thoughts on this. One is that like when this whole thing is all over and when people are finally able to like hug each other again and like you know touch each other again, that there's just going to be like a ton of sex because like 
it's been withheld for such a long time now that like I, I could see physical contact kind of really increasing. But on the other hand, I know exactly what Bridie is talking about, like just the idea that this whole thing, this whole virus is all about physical contact and sex is almost the sort of the most heightened version of that. And sex in a lot of ways is a really disgusting thing for as, as, <laughs> as sexy as it is. I, I tend to kind of get more turned on by the kind of dynamics at play, you know, sort of the almost the conceptual things surrounding the sex rather than necessarily just like teacher the, student. Yeah. 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 Doctor like, patient. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 like, like what is the specific relationship between the people, you know, that is like, what is causing like to me, sexiness is kind of an idea and then sometimes when you're actually having stepbrother, stepsister. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, like, yeah, I no, know. sorry, I... I don't mean to heckle. Keep going. No, no, I, I, like, I like the heckle. Like, a couple times okay, so I, I've had this happen a few times before where um, you know, mid sex, mid hookup, uh my brain suddenly turns to this idea of like, oh my God, we're just two like mounds of flesh just kind of like bumping into each other. Um, and if you were to set up like a security camera in the corner of the room and it'd be this like black and white footage and you hit like fast forward on it, it would just be uh, these two animals just humping and it would be such a gross thing. I've had that thought just creep into my brain during sex, which has then caused the sex to abruptly end, you know? Um, and I've made the mistake before of actually saying, you know, like the thought that went into my head, which I, I don't know is always the best idea. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, I basically kind of see both sides of it. I, I could see sex either like really going up or really just people kind of keeping a, a cautioned, calculated distance from each other. I don't know. Well, all yeah. my first sexual encounters always start with a handshake, so I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> we oh. handshake, and then we go right into it. That's your process? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how the, the foreplay is handshake, and then it's immediate penetration. Wow. You got to talk at least. Well, yeah. we talk I'm afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> we talk about, we're like, what just happened afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> what the heck just happened? Yeah, I mean. Talked? Oh, wait, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I go ahead. Say, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, go ahead. Um, have you ever. <laughs> During sex, just had sort of casual conversations. Yes, um, well, I'm I really think you asked me that I, recently. Yeah, ahead, I think ahead. it's like bad actually for me. Like, I think um, it's it's mostly when I've smoked marijuana and I can like, um, I'm really not in my body usually when I've after I've smoked. I'm. I'm very much like in my head kind of thinking about things and laughing and can disassociate completely and just like be making jokes the whole time. And that's something that like, I don't want to do anymore. 
Yeah. Like it no, feels I kind of like juvenile sex, sex or something. Yeah. yeah. High sex is, is rough. And that's, that's definitely when I start to have those, oh my God, what are we, what is sex <laughs> thoughts? And that used to make, like, turn me on even more for some reason. Like the weird, like, we're just two mounds of flesh. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, yeah. you were, you like that idea? Yeah, well, I don't like it, but for some reason it would, like, send me over the falls, uh, per se, or, so to speak, you know? Like, it would just sort of be like, <laughs> oh! Like, I'd lose myself to, lose myself to, not to dance, uh, Daft Punk, but to, <laughs> uh, what, the act, the, the, the raw act. I haven't tried that in a really long time, because I just don't smoke pot, really, anymore, because it's not it doesn't agree with me usually but i'm curious i don't really do that much anymore either but when i used to it would be by far like the the most duration like the longest i would last would be when i was high and every other time would be much much shorter but i never think i should Gotcha. Do you guys think um, a funny mask would be uh, <laughs> like to stitch on to a mask? This only comes off for cocks. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, oh, a face mask. I was like a mask. Like I was imagining like kabuki theater or something. That's what I, that's what oh, I was picturing no. too. I was picturing like a like a Day of the Dead. Like some like a Mexican, you know, like a tribal kind of thing. Oh my god! No, uh, a face mask. I get it. Like a yeah, medical like that everyone's wearing now because of the virus. Right. Yes. This only Do comes you think off. That's for funny cops. or bad right now. I think that's so funny, and I think, I think it's be, really funny. I think I would be afraid to, to go that. in public. I just want people to have a sense of humor a little bit. About the no, masks I, because I agree. It's they're like so terrifying. <laughs> they're so scary to to yeah. see on the street. Yeah. And I feel like we're all going to get sort of into like they're already sort of BDSM y looking. I feel yeah. like we're going to kind of go <laughs> that way in terms of fashion if we're all going to have to be wearing masks and gloves. So yeah. I feel like I don't know. We need to get fun about it. Yeah. I completely agree. I actually can't believe that we haven't seen more of those, like kind of van, like vanity face masks so far, like things yeah. with little like expressions on them, or even just something as simple as like official fart inspector or something. Like, yeah, just draw something or like write something on the paper ones. Yeah, or make like yeah, a, like I can a, still smell your farts or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Or how about? I want to make one that says, I am so sick of my own breath. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> because I felt that way when I went to Whole Foods last week. I was like, God, this is not good. It was like in the morning after I'd had coffee. And I was just like, this is not, this is really gross. Like, I hope this isn't what my yeah, breath is always like. It's not good. Has anyone done, uh, a, has um, anyone done something where the mask is like, where it's like a their mask is a photo of their own mouth. That's funny. Oh, that's good. That'd be cute. I, like right? that. I haven't yeah. seen that. It'd be cute. It'd be cute. 
<laughs> or like a mask um, with like really bad teeth or something. Sorry, go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> like Austin Powers mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. <laughs> um, if you could be quarantined with one um, person of your desire and you can't pick your partner, uh, who would it be and why? And oh, that's a good question. I'll preface like you want to have sex with this person and you're in awe of them. <laughs> I, well, I feel like this does this probably need to be like a, a famous person so that we all have kind of a similar frame of reference? <laughs> I think so. Maybe. No, just anybody. <laughs> okay, it could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you all know what I'm going to say, right? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, folks. I mean, that's I. I can't get him out of my head. That's who would, who I would pick right now for sure. I have I have that's, one like ready to go. I don't know why, yeah. but uh-huh. um, a few years ago I saw um Sam Rockwell coming out of the Chateau Marmont, <laughs> yes. um, and he like oh, well. was so beautiful and was walking his dog and I was just like kind of like well like gushed with like oh my god I didn't realize like how much I love Sam Rockwell and I love his work and like he's a beautiful person so I say Sam Rockwell because I just want to like know what that mystery is because I have some sort of connection to him happening right now Mm, wow it might be a one-sided connection but I felt like I like I for some reason it popped up this memory of like oh I saw him got out of get going coming out of an elevator uh once and I didn't mean to drop the chateau like I'm there all the time yeah this was like a yeah I've actually never been there I should definitely go so I can talk about it more well I've been thinking about it because a lot of celebrities live there too and i'm sure they're all cooped up during the pandemic and i'm like what are they doing are they having sex with each other are they quarantining alone what is the wow. chateau like right now Ooh. Ooh. wait the celebrities still live there yeah like uh, you know like when they're like going through a divorce or <laughs> like filming something <laughs> or you know want to like people live there for a year. People still live there. Yeah. There's like villas and stuff. Um, or c- cabanas, I guess, or bungalows there. Wow. Wow. Well, Casitas. I, I, uh, what else? I'm trying to what think else? of other terms. <laughs> Adobes. Bungalows. So mine, not to just piggyback of Brad Pitt, because I feel like we have no... It's not a very uh, imaginative bunch here, the two hosts. Brad Pitt and Sam <laughs> Rockwell, please. Please. Who do you have, Arthur? <laughs> I, think, I think I know mine. I think mine is uh, Juliette Lewis. And wow. You know, she was in a lot of movies with Brad Pitt, and they actually dated at one point. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Well, I remember, so, like, Friday, I think it's interesting you talking about this specific moment with Sam Rockwell, because sometimes I think that there can just be this one, like, moment that you just remember about someone that's like, oh, my God, holy shit, yes. And for me, it was Julia Lewis 
years ago, this must be like 15 years ago at least, on Conan O'Brien, and at the end of her segment, she was she started singing "I Love Rock and Roll" by Joan Jett, and I I just remember really liking that performance of it and feeling very attracted to her right then. Ooh. And that attraction has lasted ever since then. Like wow. that's how powerful Damn. that moment was. Wow, Ooh, we got to put yeah, a link to the Juliet Lewis. Yeah, I really want to see oh, that. Actually, I just, yeah, I just. I, I, we didn't. Did we mention that you? Did we mention that Arthur used to write for Jimmy Fallon? So he, so you were there, right? Oh yeah. So we would see, uh, we would see, we would see guests all the time, and I was constantly wanting to have sex with all of them. I mean, I would too. Like, imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's like every week, this like parade of the most beautiful, talented people in the world. But it's yeah, such a so different vibe on a. On a set, though, doesn't it, like, do you feel, like, horny watching people on late night? <laughs> no, I, I I, did not. But sometimes I would I would definitely find someone beautiful. Like, I would be taught, like, if I wrote something for a guest, you know, like Maya Rudolph or something, uh, yeah. I one time wrote a thing. And then you just see her in person, and you're just like, wow, wow. What, a, what a beautiful yeah. person. But I don't think there was ever much... I don't think there was ever much like flirtation or sexual attraction or anything going on. Yeah, you kind of get that. You got to get down to late night business, folks. Yeah. Arthur, do you have any like um, unconventionally things that you find sexy that are unconventional that you wanted to share with us apart Ooh, from what we've already talked about? That's a good question. Well, this is actually, I mean, this is unconventional. It's not. It's not a current thing. It's not something that's happening right now. Um, mm-hmm. But when I was a freshman in high school, someone at school told me about some website you could go to that had different photos of naked celebrities on them. And oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. my God. This is going to come back to Brad Pitt for me in about two seconds because I have a similar story. You do? <laughs> yes, oh, this go is, ahead. This is just like a treasure trove to me. Like, I couldn't believe there was, like, such a... Yeah. Like a, a wide ranging database of celebrities. And this was like the first year that I was like masturbating because I didn't really masturbate until the <laughs> very end of eighth grade, which is later year than one of masturbation. Yeah, yeah it, was year, it was year one for me. It was when I was like trying everything out. Like that was the year that I tried mastering the toothpaste one time. Did I ever tell you that? Ooh, oh, no. Oh, no. That's Ouch. terrible. Did it hurt? Yeah. Well, here's what happened. There used to there was a website called jackandworld.com um, <laughs> that my friend Andrew told me about, which he had used to look up questions about masturbating. And I looked up a question on there one time, and like towards the bottom of their FAQs page, one of the questions was, um, "I've I've heard that using toothpaste really hurts. Is is that true?" And then the answer was like, "Oh, that's not true at all. That's that's an old wives' tale, you know." Like, what? Uh, <laughs> it was basically like, it actually feels great, and we recommend that everyone give it a try. You know, go grab some Whoa. Colgate or whatever. So, what um, assholes? So one day, wait, who's the asshole? The Jack and World people. <laughs> it's like they're pranking you. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't think they were pranking me until. Uh, my penis started burning like hell. <laughs> but, uh, one day, no one was home, and I went to my room and I, you know, I got the crest or, or whatever it was, and uh, 
I started masturbating with it and it felt amazing for like 10 seconds. And then it just started to like burn like hell. And I miraculously oh. very quickly finished. And then I ran to the shower and I just turned on the cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it felt like really good. And then I ran to the shower and I turned on wow. the cold water. And then it's also really weird to put your like um, deflating penis that's filled with toothpaste under cold water. Uh, wow. It doesn't really get the toothpaste off, you know, like you could kind of picture that, right? Like you sort of need yes. like warm water. And then also you, it, it, it has that kind of minty sting to it for yes. the next few hours. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did it smell anyway, look good? Um, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely the freshest my penis has ever been. <laughs> I like someone in truth or dare, <laughs> Like when I was like playing Truth or Dare at like a slumber party, this isn't sexual at all, but someone dared me to put toothpaste on my forehead and it uh -huh. burned so bad. And I was just, that's why I know it burned so bad. Cause just even on my face, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah right? You put it, Real you're supposed to stuff. put it on zits sometimes. Like, but like a tiny bit. Yeah. And I put it on a zit once. And uh, I put a Band-Aid over it, which you're not supposed to do. So it was like double <laughs> blocked in. And it was like, I woke up in the morning like, bah! like there was a wound the size of a quarter on my face where this like tiny zit had been. I was like, what is going just, on? Like, it burned, burned my skin oh my and then scab it scabbed over. Uh, wow. Toothpaste is not oh messing God. around. Wait, Arthur, did you? Oh, oh, the the celebrity website. Oh yeah, so the naked the nude celebrity database. So one one day I was scrolling through. So I would basically go to the computer, pull up photos, and then you know just jack off. And one day I saw uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus on there, and I was always very. Oh That's terrifying. Um, it's so terrible. Yeah, well, that, I was like very attracted to her. Uh, right. from Seinfeld you know I thought she was like beautiful and I was like she what and I was like because she never seemed super like a super sexual person to me you know um that wasn't the vibe I, I always was just yeah. like entertained by her um right so I was I was very intrigued like oh my god she did nude photos I couldn't believe it and there was this one photo of her it was there was only one photo of her and she had like a multicolored, like uh, beach towel kind of slung over her otherwise naked body and mm -hmm. I probably like looked at that one for a couple months or something then oh my God. <laughs> yeah years later like I must have been in college or something I was on some other website I can't even remember what it was but I saw a photo and sure enough it was the body that was photoshopped onto oh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and I was certain of it. Like I, I would know the picture anywhere. Like I remember like, <laughs> exactly what the towel looked like. And I remember feeling so deceived because, you know, I was aware of Photoshop back then, but I really thought, I'm like, this really looks like what her body would look like, like how I imagine it. And it really does not look Photoshop. And then years later, I'm like, oh my God, they, they deceived me. That is hilarious. That's they so totally funny. deceived you. Well, here's yeah. my story. I was using America Online in like seventh and eighth grade, which was like the very first few years that people were using it. And 
someone randomly chatted us some pictures. They were like, do you want to see Foxy Brown naked? And we had no idea who that was. She's, I think, a, a rapper or something. Um, and yeah. then they also had Little Kim. And then finally we were able to like tell them who we were and like that we were <clears throat> girls. And then they sent us a picture. They wanted to trade pictures. They wanted to know which ones we had, which we of Wait, course. Wait, who were these not. people? Just a random man started chatting us on on America Online, and it was right. like that we didn't even know that these pictures existed. And it was like they gave us some, and then they wanted some in return. We didn't have any, but we were like, okay, we're girls, so uh, do you have any guys? And they sent us Brad Pitt, and they were like, yeah, he's got a little dick and big balls, and it was like. <laughs> It was. I looked at it for so long, just being like, "What?" And then it it was it was definitely like I think we decided it had to have been fake, like by the end of the night. And I really hope it was like it was just so strange to see that. It was, was it a really so weird? Was, were they right about it being a little penis and a big ball? I think so. I, I think so. I remember more the words they used than the actual picture. I remember like. Yeah. You know, it took forever to load. So I mostly remember just like his face because that was the first part to load. <laughs> um, Damn. Oh my God. <laughs> we really talked to a lot of weird pedophiles or just fellow children online as well. Yeah, same. I, I talked I talk to a lot of a lot of pedophiles for sure. Were, were you pretty aware that they were most likely pedophiles? Well, I wouldn't have used the word. I would have just been like, I'm flirting with a man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think like, I didn't think anything of it. I, I thought it definitely like came, you know, came like uh, into my sexuality, like online or, or getting my first taste at least like sending nudes, sending, and you know, like I was sending nudes when I was like, li not like, you know, but young, you know, we started yeah. really young using technology sexually yeah like video chat yeah. and all that i had i had a um high school boyfriend who lived in california so we were just like constantly hooking up with each other via my uh, computer and my parents like just had bought this computer for me and we're like jesus christ like they knew exactly <laughs> what was happening <laughs> They never walk, oh walked God. in or anything, but like, it was like, definitely, I'd be like, I'm video chatting. Oh. And stuff like that. Someone's jerking off for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Jesus Christ. But I, well, I love that. I, I love that Julia Louis Dreyfus story. That is so Oh funny. yeah. Man, I felt so um, deceived. I know her body anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so oh. crazy because I look back on that now and I'm just like, what is Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Like, I mean, that, like, I just like, why was that the person that I fixated on? That's so strange. Yeah, I think it is like well, something. she's so funny and pretty. Yeah, funny, pretty, and sexy, but like you would never expect her to do that, you know? Yeah. I feel like there was an episode where she posed nude and sent it out as a Christmas card. Is that? Oh, no, it was, it was where her like nipple was out. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I found that very upsetting. I watched that recently, and I was like, "Oh God, no! I don't want to think about that or see that." Like, yeah. I feel like at least half of those Seinfeld episodes now are like problematic in some way, right? Yeah, there's a lot of them. It's pretty crazy. There are. Man, that's so crazy. Well, here, here's here's one thing. This is because I was just jotting down a couple like weird things that I did when I was like younger, and uh, yeah. I, I I need to tell this one. Like this is okay. Let's this hear is it. just this insane. Is okay, so in do you guys remember the uh, the 1992 USA Dream Team, the basketball team? I guess so. I mean, I may be able to. I mean, was Michael Jordan on it or something? Yeah, Mike, yeah. Okay. Michael Jordan, okay. Scotty Pippen, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, I think. Like, all, right, uh, all, right. all the best basketball players, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, they're all assembled on one Olympic team. And it was considered by a lot of people to be the greatest basketball team of all time. Uh, and maybe okay. the greatest team of athletes ever assembled. So, and for Hanukkah 1992, someone got me a USA Dream Team calendar um, for the year 1993. So I hung that up in my room. And on my birthday, May 13th, I wrote down something in the calendar. So I had a big crush on this girl uh, whose name, this is not her actual name, because I don't want to say her actual name, but we'll, we'll okay. say that her name is Meg. Okay, we'll call her Meg Cushman. Okay. So, okay, got it. Meg Cushman. <laughs> Cushman. She's I saw cute. Her earlier today. Yeah. And yeah, so she's very cute. I took a I had a big crush on her in third grade. She was the first girl I ever had a crush on. And I took a pink highlighter and on my birthday, on my USA Dream Team calendar on May thirteenth, nineteen ninety three, I wrote in pink highlighter Sex Day with Meg. What? Yeah. Arthur, wow. When you were yeah. in third grade? Yeah. On your birthday. Yeah, so I think the idea was that, like, <laughs> once my birth, like, that on the day, on my ninth birthday, I would somehow, like, have sex all day with, with Meg. Oh, my God. That is and I don't really even know what, if I knew what that meant. I don't know what Did that was. Did someone find it? Like. Yes. Oh, no. So, I like, because I, I just wrote it there like a fucking idiot. Right. And, on your basketball calendar. <laughs> Carl Malone or, you know, yeah. <laughs> Larry Bird or something. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, like a, maybe a month or two into the year, my friend Andrew came over and we were hanging out in my room and he was just looking at that calendar at all the different months. And he saw, he got to May and he was like, what does it say? Something day with Meg. And I was <laughs> like, something. oh, no. I, and I, yeah, I felt this like wave of embarrassment. Uh, just, <laughs> Finally, embarrassment hit you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, "Oh, I think like one of my sisters wrote something up there." And he and Andrew like looked at me very suspiciously. And I, yeah, it was definitely one of my sisters. And then like as soon as, soon as he left my house that day, I like took the pink highlighter and like colored in the whole square so that the whole all the words were gone. And I was like, "Oh my god, you stupid idiot!" <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Something is wrong with me there. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I remember I remember uh uh specifically the passing notes with um my friend Alexandra Capolo 
Whoa, I just named her. Um, and <laughs> we were like best middle school friends. And we wrote down, I wrote down like, uh, what does getting laid mean? And cause we were talking about, we were exchanging quotes from the wedding singer and you know, like he says like yeah. some, there's some line about like Robbie getting laid or whatever with right. Christine Taylor. And um, mm -hmm. we were literally just like passing notes back and forth. And I was like, what does getting laid mean? And I remember like opening like the scroll of this tiny note and it just saying like sex. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty like Catholic school. We didn't have any sex education like for a long time until like eighth grade. And even then it was taught by these like really uptight um, women who didn't want to talk about it. So we would have to like turn in questions that we had about puberty, about sex, but that was like all they didn't ever really give us a rundown. Like never talk about orgasm or like female orgasm or anything. Oh, definitely you know? not. No. No. Um, but also just even the mechanics. Like I still didn't really understand it until um, until I watched that movie election and then, uh, <laughs> in election, there's like this sex montage scene. Cause, um, I think Matthew brought, no, it's not Matthew Broderick. Yeah. He's cheating with his friend's wife yeah. and, um, oh, yeah. she's like film. She, there's like this like weird oh, no, thing where she's like, fill me up, fill me up. It's funny. He's fucking his wife, but then Reese Witherspoon's head appears on his wife's head. And she yes, says, fill me yes. up. Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. And then I completely oh, understood what happened. But for a long time, like, I had no idea, like, what the sperm, like, where did the sperm go? You know, what, like, I was like, oh, the process is he's putting in the sperm into your vagina. Like, I got it. But I do remember I not knowing it. what to ask um, this teacher okay. about sex and i remember like asking when you get your period does your period have bubbles in it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which isn't like, <laughs> is like the stupidest question but i like didn't really care about the answer i was just like i felt like i had to ask a question so right. it was sort of this like non-question and i remember her reading it and being like she read it out loud and was like, I don't even know what that, no, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, Jesus. Jeez. What a bitch. That's so <laughs> funny. These people don't like, know anything about sex, you stupid bitch. I feel like I learned, I learned a little bit about sex from the movie Look Who's Talking. Does anyone yes. remember that? Does anyone yes. remember that, the very opening scene of that oh, movie? Oh, yeah, I, totally. I totally do. Yes. I Would you even my call cousin. that a scene? I think it was a scene, yes. <laughs> my, my cousin, who was much older than me, took me and was, like, whispering the... She was, like, telling me everything that was going on like whispering to me in the theater and I was like getting an education while watching that. That's great. And you must have been like seven years old or something, right? I was little. Yeah. She's like, I, I remember it so vividly. That's so great. And it's like a sperm fertilizing an egg. And like, I yeah. can't even imagine them like, like 
talking to you know the, the like studio or whatever and they're just like and we want to open with like that's what our <laughs> that was what our first rejected pitches episode was about arthur it, was, it, it involved that like what the hell yes. are you talking about <laughs> yes and they were talking about getting tiny cameras to put inside people oh that's so funny yeah Yes, that um, was very educational for me. Well, guys, we should wrap um, up. So, yep, we should. Um, Did you have something you, you wanted to say, Thank you for revealing to us all your uh, squirts, Arthur. Do you have oh, another squirt you'd like to add? Oh, man, I'm trying to think if I have any other squirts. Or at <laughs> least <one>? maybe... <laughs> Some some advice or um, a mantra for uh, squirting during the choir. <laughs> I think just uh, a, a mantra for squirting during the choir. I think just uh, follow follow your heart. I don't know. I guess I don't have. Yeah. No, I think that's. I think, I think that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think having Kelly. a lot of sex during this time or not having any sex at all, I think those are both perfectly fine. Yeah, indulge, folks. Yeah, that's my that's my mantra is indulge. Mm. In yeah. in flour and flour, sugar, and sex. Yeah, as much as you Ooh. can. Mm. Yeah, bread and sex. Yes, baby. All right, well, guys. Thank well, you for listening. This was our first quarantine edition episode. Thank you, Arthur, so much for being a guest. Thank you, guys. And you were wonderful. Yeah. We'll see it. Keep squirting. Keep squirting. <laughs> <laughs> can't, we can't do it at the same time anymore. Sorry, guys. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.